Welcome back. This is the second installment in our iCampus 101 series. The purpose of this series is to be your boot camp, your basic training, your orientation to what the First Dallas iCampus is all about. What I want us to talk about in this second video is the legacy and current ministries of the First Baptist Church of Dallas. Now we believe that the local church is God's hope for the world and an essential part of the weekly and daily life of every Christian. So because you're part of the First Baptist Dallas iCampus community, I think it's important to take a little time to introduce you to who we are and to what we do here at First Baptist Dallas. You'll realize quickly that God has truly had his hand of blessing on our church throughout its 155 years of ministry to the city of Dallas. Now we are a church that is known for being built on the Bible and for being eager to share the gospel with others. We strive each day to embody this legacy in how we live, and we hope that you'll join us in that effort too. Now, First Baptist Dallas was founded in 1868 in the middle of downtown Dallas. We continue to minister and serve in the same location today, now almost 155 years later. Our Sunday school program began in 1871 as an outreach to our city. Today, thousands of people come each Sunday to learn from God's word, to fellowship with one another, and to worship together. We've had three long pastorates from distinguished and visionary leaders that have shaped our church. Dr. George Truitt was here from 1897 to 1944. Dr. W.A. Criswell was here from 1944 to 1995. And now Dr. Robert Jeffress, who's been here since 2007. If you just look at where our church was in 1897 when Dr. Truett became the pastor, we had about 700 members and we were a fledgling church in a relatively small town. The population of Dallas in the 19th century was about 43,000 people. By the end of Dr. Criswell's tenure, almost 100 years later, Dallas was a huge metropolis with over three and a half million people and our church had become the largest Southern Baptist church in the world. Our campus grew to cover five city blocks in downtown. We had thousands of members in a national and international influence. Our church had just two pastors in a century of ministry, and God blessed their long faithfulness to him in this place. Now, for the last 15 years, Dr. Robert Jeffress has continued this legacy of faithfulness and of visionary leadership. Pastor Jeffress grew up here in the church. He served as the youth pastor, and he was mentored by Dr. Criswell. And now he is a leader in the same mold who has truly led the church to new heights in its ministry and in its witness to Christ throughout the world. The reason that this church has grown and flourished is because it has always stood for the truth. Our church has long stood for a commitment to God's word and to influencing the culture for Christ. We have welcomed five American presidents to the church. Dr. Truett was asked by Woodrow Wilson to travel overseas during World War I to pray for our troops. Billy Graham, the 20th century's greatest evangelist, was a member of First Baptist Dallas for 55 years. Dr. Jeffress was asked by President Trump to give the Inauguration Day sermon at St. John's Episcopal Church in Washington, D.C. He's regularly consulted with leaders uh, from many different fields for his godly counsel and for his biblical advice. 
In addition to this incredible influence, our church has also started institutions throughout our city to minister to people. It's ministries like First Baptist Academy, like Crystal College, like KCBI Christian Radio Station, like the Dallas Life Foundation, a homeless shelter, a crisis pregnancy center, a professional counseling center, a special needs ministry, a silent friends ministry, a prison fellowship ministry, and many others. We are a church that exists to serve our city and to make an impact for Christ in every way that we can. Now, a major initiative that has been led by our pastor, Dr. Jeffress, during his decade and a half of leadership here has been the revitalization of our church campus. If you watch some of his early sermons, you may notice that the background behind him is completely different than it is now. That earlier background is our historic sanctuary, which still stands to this day. It's a landmark here in the city of Dallas. And we have a contemporary worship service that meets there this week. But in 2013, we completed the largest building project in modern church history when we recreated our church campus. We built a new worship center, a new family center, and a sky bridge that links it all together. And that's also when we completed the iconic Jeffress Fountain, which lifts high the cross of Christ as a witness to our city that this place is consecrated to him. Now we have thriving ministries across our church designed to reach out to people of all kinds, at all stages of life, at all stages of spiritual growth. We have ministries for preschoolers and children, as well as junior high, high school and college students. We also have a world-class Sunday school ministry for adults where we teach through the Bible verse by verse. We receive fellowship and care for one another and we get equipped to do evangelism together. We do special outreach events each year like Christmas Sunday, Palm Sunday, and Easter Sunday. We do our annual Freedom Sunday and our Explore First Sunday. We have a world-class choir and orchestra and we often bring in special music artists like Chris Tomlin for King and Country, We the Kingdom, Stephen Curtis Chapman, Michael W. Smith, and many more. Rebecca St. James is even an artist in residence here in our contemporary band-led service. Now, all of these ministries and initiatives are meant to help people grow in their faith and to equip them to invite others to know the gospel and have their lives radically transformed by Jesus Christ. Now, God has the same mission for every church. It's the Great Commission to make disciples of all nations. But he also has a unique plan and calling for how each church will best accomplish that mission. For First Baptist Dallas, our calling has always included our media ministry. And this is one of the most efficient and effective ways to spread the gospel throughout the world. First Dallas has always been at the forefront of media ministry with a desire to use every new medium in sharing the gospel with the world and to building up the church of Jesus Christ. Under Dr. Truett, we began using microphones and began recording and broadcasting sermons on the radio. And this was highly innovative at the time. Under Dr. Criswell, we continued our media innovations, and Dr. Criswell was instrumental in starting KCBI, a Christian radio station that is today one of the top Christian radio stations in the nation. Dr. Criswell was also one of the first preachers to have his sermons broadcast on television. Now, under Dr. Jeffress, the media influence of the church has gone into the stratosphere. 
Pathway to Victory is a daily radio and television broadcast that reaches people in every major market in all 195 countries of the world. Pathway to Victory has become the number one program on the Trinity Broadcasting Network, which is the largest Christian television network in the world. And with Dr. Jeffress' leadership, we started this iCampus ministry in 2016. It has quickly become a way for hundreds of thousands of people to receive encouragement and to receive biblical teaching each week via internet platforms. Now let's talk more about the iCampus. Live streaming weekly church services now seems like an obvious necessity. But in the early days of the iCampus, we weren't exactly sure how this would go. We knew that we had the capability to stream our services live on the internet, but we didn't know exactly what kind of response we would get or how many people would join us. And over time, we added features like chat options and chat host so that we could actually interact with people and minister to them live. Uh, minister and pray with them while they were watching the service and while they were encountering Christ online. Then the pandemic hit and the world shut down. Most major cities were on full lockdown and here in Dallas, we were completely closed for over two months. And so when we entered that darkest hour, when there was so much chaos and confusion, then we saw how God was going to use the capability and the experience we had gained with the iCampus to minister to people. But even we couldn't have imagined how God would use it. The iCampus went from being an online stream to being a lifeline for people who needed to hear biblical truth when they were isolated and when they were afraid. It became church for all of us during the two months that we were completely shut down. The iCampus viewership exploded to over 10 times its average from before the pandemic. Over 1 million people joined us live on Easter in 2020, including the President of the United States. And they heard an incredible message from our pastor about the resurrection of Christ. Now, these were strange times. They were unexpected times. But God used the iCampus to reach many people for Christ and to encourage the church locally, nationally, and across the world. As the pandemic wore on, we were confronted by questions about what could be taken online and what was best done in person. And I think we all recognize that the iCampus was great for that season, when the alternative was either digital community or complete isolation. But we also begin to feel that spiritual dryness and lethargy that comes from being away from in-person community for so long. I heard from so many people at our church who had tears come to their eyes as they worshiped for the first time back in person after months of being away and watching only the live stream. Our pastor, Dr. Jeffress, reminded us regularly of the importance of meeting together in person. We did an initiative earlier this year called Spring Training. And the theme verse for the effort was Hebrews 10, 24, and 25. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. We took the threat to our physical health very seriously and we wanted to act prudently in dealing with COVID. We also recognize that the iCampus continues to be a vital lifeline for those who are unable to come to church physically, those who are dealing with health challenges, and others who, for a variety of reasons, are unable to get to church for a season. 
But we realize there is a serious threat to our spiritual health if we neglect meeting together as the church. As Pastor Jeffers would say, Christianity is a team sport. And we'll talk further about how to use technology well and about the opportunities and limits for online church in our fifth video of this series. You know, when I think about the local church and its media ministry, I often think about my grandmother. I grew up here at First Baptist Dallas, and as a teenager, uh, I would drive my grandmother to church. In those days, his, her health was failing. She was battling cancer, but she was still teaching Sunday school in our student ministry. And I would bring her to church each and every Sunday. She would faithfully attend church. Now, we also had, in those days, our old campus. And it wasn't uncommon for us to have a failing elevator. And so one Sunday, I brought her to church, and our elevator in our youth building was not working correctly. And so as a teen, I assumed we wouldn't go to Sunday school that day. But my grandmother was not going to miss church. And so walking with a cane in her hand and a boot on her foot, she walked step by step up five flights of stairs to make sure that she was in Sunday school teaching those students and fostering that Christian community. But at the very same time, my grandmother was sponsoring the Sunday morning programming on KCBI, our radio ministry. You see, she understood both the importance of being in the local church and using the technology that God has entrusted to us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. As we close, I really want you to hear the heart that our church has and has always had. We always want to stand for biblical truth. We want to think biblically about every issue. We want to encourage you in your faith. We want to reach as many people as possible, as quickly as possible with the gospel of Jesus Christ. The fundamental truth that our church is based upon is that Jesus Christ through his death and resurrection, can save us from God's judgment if we place our faith in him. Through Christ, God offers us his free gift of forgiveness that leads to eternal life with him. It's not something that we can earn. It's something that we receive by his grace. First Baptist Dallas is a community of people who believe this truth, whose lives have been changed by Christ, and who want to witness to this truth here and throughout the world. So I pray that you share that same heart and that same commitment as well, and that you will come to join us sometime soon here at First Baptist Dallas.